Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your name that is higher than any other name. Thank you because you are God and you sit upon the throne in heaven and you rule over the affairs of man. Thank you because there is none like you. Thank you because your name is higher than any other name. Thank you because... The death of your son has brought us life. Thank you because you alone, you are mighty. You are the God that was, that is, and that is to come. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And for this we say thank you because of who you are. Not because, oh, you are the miraculous God that gives us miracle every day. But because you are a father. And you rule over the affairs of man because you created us for a purpose. And Lord, we thank you because of the purpose that you have given to us to fulfill your mandate on the face of the earth. To show your kingdom day by day. And for this we are grateful, O Lord. 
we say thank you. Lord, we ask that you open our eyes and our heart, our eyes to see your word the way you want us to see it, and our hearts to receive your word the way you want it received, O oh Lord. And above all, strengthen our feet to run in accordance with your word, O oh Lord, that your name alone be glorified. Remember your word says your glory you are not going to share with any man. And Father, we ask you, Lord, take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Blessed be God of Israel. Thank you, people of God, for joining us wherever you are joining us from. On Facebook, we want to welcome you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are joining us from. On Periscope, we are welcoming you in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Also on YouTube, we want to welcome you into our midst. This is our online meeting. This is Pray the Word Ministries, a prayer center in the heart of the community, a place where we pray the heart of the Father. And we only have one mandate, and that is to see to spiritual growth and life advancement. <laughs> And we do this through the word of the Most High, standing on the word, running with the word, according to the scripture that says, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. And I want you to remember that the word of God became flesh and dwell among us. And that is the same way that the word becomes reality in our life. When we live by the word, when we obey the word, when we run in accordance with the word of God. So once again, we welcome you wherever you are joining us from. It's a privilege for us to be in your home and also for you to receive us. We do not take it for granted. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Uh, today is another wonderful day, the day the Lord has made, and according to the scripture, we will rejoice and be glad in it. We started earlier, but somehow everything just stopped working, and I don't know why that is. Everything, and I mean everything, just stopped working. So some of you probably have joined the first broadcast and you even share it. Uh, thank you for doing so. Uh, this is the second one today. Like I said, everything just stopped working. But nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. We are back and we are steady and we are live on Facebook, on YouTube and also on uh, Periscope. So we welcome each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a partaker. We want to start today's meeting in the Word of God. Many of us, we have promises that God has given to us somehow, maybe in our dreams, maybe through the prophetic that has been spoken into our lives, maybe through re revelation that we ourselves received, maybe through the prophet of God. You know, you know whichever way that the promises or the, the revelation of God has come to us, to God be the glory. But before we go into that, I want us to start from the beginning of the book of Job. In the book of Job, we see God having a conversation with the devil. 
and the conversation stated that God asked the devil, where is he coming from? And the devil answered, he says, I am going here and there, to and fro. And when you go back to the book of John chapter 10, verse 10, from verse 10, you see that Jesus made a statement that the devil has come for one major thing, is come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we see the confirmation also in the Old Testament by the devil, by, by, I mean, as the devil stand to hinder many men of God in many different ways. And mind you, we did not see that image that we, we designed today, the, the have-been man and have-been animal, that, that image, that ugly image with horns and is so ugly. That's not what we see in the scripture. But somehow we see that the devil stand to hinder men of God. For example, God gave David the anointing. Before that, God spoke to Samuel the prophet in the Old Testament, in the book of Samuel. He says, I found David my servant. And after the anointing, we see the anointing in the life of David that he was even able to stand to kill Goliath. This happens to be a giant that everybody was afraid of, including Saul, the king, and the rest of the army of the nation of Israel. But David, standing by the anointing of God, challenged Goliath that you have come to fight the Lord of hosts. You have not come to fight any man, but you have come to fight the Lord of hosts. You have challenged the army of the Lord of hosts. And we see God in action by giving victory to David. And after that, we see that the same man, David, after the victory of Goliath, after the battle and the victory song and everything, we see hindrances in many ways in the life of David. In the person of Saul, we did not see the devil with the horns like we uh, uh, draw and describe that with the horns and then the leg with the leg of an uh, animal and then the upper body that of human and then the face like that of another animal also. So we did not see that image but we see Saul standing in as an hindrance, complete hindrance he comes in that complete package to hinder the son, I mean the child of God, from fulfilling the purpose of God on the face of the earth. And when you read the Bible, you will see many more. You will see how the Israelites were standing in the way of Moses to fulfill the purpose of God in the life of Moses. You will see many, 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 many in the scripture. So what is it that we want to look into? We want to look into the word of God according to what the word of God says and whatever the word of God is saying to us, we're also going to put on the old armor and then we're going to stand against the devil. In the book of Thessalonians, the first book of Thessalonians, chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 18, I've already established how Satan hinder many men of God, not in the person of that ugly creature. Please get it right. Let us get it right. Not in the person of that ugly creature. We also, we're going to look at the life of Christ Jesus, how we see men of 
power that stand in in the way of Christ Jesus in terms of him speaking the truth and they stand that the truth will not be established. They hinder, they, they stand to hinder the truth so that the truth will not be established in the life of the children of the Most High. People of God, the Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices. So I want us to get out of that image that it is that man, it is that woman. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So that man may stand that you can see, but there is a power behind that man that is operating in the life of that man. Do you remember when Peter began to speak to Jesus that you're not going to die you have not come to die and jesus turned back and he says the uh, get thee behind me satan he didn't say peter he said satan when you look at the life of paul in one of the letters of paul in the book of timothy when paul was saying it is time for me to go he said alexander the coppersmith has done me much evil did you hear that so he and he made it known that, yes, evil has come through this guy. He has become that vessel in the hands of the kingdom of darkness to get to me. Go back into the scripture from the book of Genesis. You will see that when man was to fall, the devil did not come in that foul image, that horn, that whatever. He came subtly according to the scripture. When Abraham was going to get out in the in the direction of God and go in, in his own direction, the Bible says he listened to the voice of the wife. The wife said, God has denied me a child. But that's not the case. God never denied the wife of Abraham. Say, Mama Sarah, God did not deny child, uh, both of them a child. But somehow, Sarah believed that God has denied her a child. He says, try my maid. Let me hand over my maid to you. And you will see that she also regrets that action afterward. People of God, I want us to concentrate in terms of putting on the old armor day by day so that we can stand against we have come to stand against. I don't know the promises of God over you. I don't know what God has said concerning your ministry. I don't know what God has said concerning your life as an individual. But I know that if God has spoken over your life, whether it is the prophetic, whether it is the revelation that you receive, or word of knowledge, whichever way, Satan will always come to stand to hinder. It is a sure banker. If Satan has come to stand to hinder, I want you to jump up on your feet and begin to rejoice because you are in a good company. If he can hinder Christ Jesus, if he can hinder the apostle, remember the apostles were standing before the Sadducees and the, and the Pharisees and they command them never to preach. Meanwhile, their purpose on the face of the earth is to 
make sure the kingdom of God is advancing every day. And we see men standing, but they were not really the one behind it. It is Satan behind the scene. Every satanic power behind the scene shall be annulled in the name of Jesus. The Bible says we are not ignorant. I keep mentioning that scripture. We are not ignorant. In other words, don't be a fool. Recognize that it is not that man. It is the power that is operating in that man or that woman. Let's start with the book of Acts 22. Let's quickly go to the scripture. We have 10 seconds. Let's start with the book of Acts 22. Let us see what God showed Paul himself as a child of God or as an apostle, whichever way you want to see it. You will see what God showed Paul himself this is not the prophetic now this is not the, the 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 word of knowledge from anybody this is god speaking directly to his son in terms of the assignment but before we go you will also recollect that when paul was going about disrupting the life of christian Paul never recollected that Satan hindered him. Paul never recollected that Satan standing the way of advancing the gospel. So you need to know that if God has called you for a purpose and he has deposited his rod and his word in you to carry out an assignment, Satan will come. You can't pray Satan away if Jesus will encounter Satan in the wilderness. And the Bible says he left Jesus for a while. Who am I? Who are you? Jesus also made a statement that they have done this to a raw uh, uh, tree. How much more the one that is dry? People of God, we are going somewhere. We have 10 seconds. Let's start with the book of Acts chapter, chapter 22. And I'm going to start reading from verse 17. Acts 22 from verse 17. Are you there? Are you there? Let's read. Let's read some scriptures. After I returned to Jerusalem, I was praying in the temple and fell into a trance. 18. I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Hurry, leave Jerusalem, for the people here won't accept your testimony about me. We see clarity of what God want Paul to do. Hello? Are you with me? This is clarity. This is not prophet speaking to Paul. This is Jesus speaking to Paul directly in terms of his assignment and where he wanted him to go. Now, verse 18. I saw a vision of Jesus saying to me, Hurry, leave Jerusalem, for the people here won't accept your testimony about me. Okay, in other words, God wanted him in another direction. What is this direction? Verse 19. But Lord, I argue, they certainly know that in every synagogue I imprison and beat those who believe in you. When he was going about doing this, we did not see the hindrance of Satan. We did not see the attack of Satan. In fact, everything was going smoothly because as of that time, he was a vessel. He was also representing the kingdom of darkness. And one thing Jesus said is kingdom that is standing against kingdom can never stand. And the kingdom of darkness understands so they don't stand against one another. They walk hand in hand. They cooperate together with one another. 
Now, let's go further. And I was in complete agreement when your witness, Stephen, was killed. I stood by and kept the code that took off when they stoned him. But the Lord said, go, for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Now, God wanted him to do what? He's going to go far away. And 99.9% of the assignment is to the Gentile. God specifically spoke to Saul. I mean, Paul. Yes, Saul, Paul, in the trance that I'm sending you far away. The same way God said to Abraham in the book of Genesis, Abraham, how far can you see? As far as you can see, I will give it to you. And after that, we see God also coming and he spoke to Abraham. You know what? You see how far you can see begin to walk that far that you can see begin to walk on the far that you can see people of god i'm taking us somewhere so just bear with me for the next 10 seconds and we're going to pray so god spoke to abraham that i'm taking you far god spoke to paul i'm taking you far so you see there is one thing that is common in other words what god started with the father or the forefather or five or six father is also continuing with the seed of Abraham. And you will also recollect that in the book of Genesis, one of the language of God to Abraham as a father was your seed will possess the gate of their enemy. In other words, there will be no hindrance for your seed because they keep marching on and the gate of hell shall not prevail. Now, mind you, he never said that the gate of hell will not hinder. He said the gate of hell shall not prevail. So, in another word, the gate of hell will come to stand against them. In another word, the gate of hell will come to fight. But I have strengthened you. I have given you the power. The same way he said to Peter, the devil tried to own you. The devil tried to cause you to fail. But I have prayed for you. I have strengthened you. Are you with me? I'm taking us somewhere. We have 10 seconds. So this is the language of God in the God in the vision to Saul. I am taking you far to the Gentile. In other words, you're going to do something different from what Peter and John has been doing. I'm taking you far. I'm taking you far. Maybe God has also spoken to you that I'm taking you far. And right now you have been hindered. I pray that every hindrance is be annulled in the name of Jesus. Every hindrance is concerning your calling be annulled in the name of Jesus. We step on that hindrance by the power of resurrection in the name of Jesus because there is a name that is higher than any other name. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. I don't know how far God has said he's going to take you, but right now you seem stuck. Maybe financially you are stuck. Maybe physically in terms of health you are stuck. Maybe somehow you are stuck. You do not even see your direction anymore. I pray that the Lord that make way, way between that red 
Red Sea for the for his own sons to go through will make way for you in the name of Jesus. I stand in agreement with every child of God under the sound of my voice that the Lord will come through for you and make a way in the name of Jesus. Every power that hinder you right now shall fail. Every power that hinders me right now shall fail in the name of Jesus. See, failure has already been written on this power because there is a name that is higher than any other name. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, the Bible says, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. And this is the good news, ladies and gentlemen, at the mention of the name of Jesus. And this is the same statement that the people, the apostles presented to all the Syandrin that you want us not to speak about Jesus again. Okay, you go and consider it. Is it lawful for us to listen to you or to listen to God? Oh, that plan of God over you is coming to life in the name of Jesus. Every hindrance is failing. Maybe your position is I don't have any help. The Bible says, I will lift up my eyes to the hill. Where cometh my help? Help from the throne of God is coming right now in the name of Jesus. Are you with me? We have 10 more seconds. Look at the scripture. Paul has been shown that he's going to go far. So, in other words, wherever God wants him to go, he's going to be going there. And we also see that he spoke about some of the, some of the afflictions that he, he endured. But we did not see the affliction stopping him. So, in other words, at the end of the life of Paul, he completed the vision and the mission. So, where are we going? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, where do we go again? We've seen that God said he's going to go far. But how then do we go in this journey? Let's quickly go to the book of um, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter, chapter 6, I believe. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's start from verse 10. Are you with me? Ephesians 6 from verse 10. Ephesians 6 from verse 10. Now, it says, a final word. So this is the final. As a child of God going on a journey, a journey of purpose, a journey to fulfill God's mandate on the face of the earth, a journey of showing the kingdom of God every day on the face of the earth. So this is the final word. He says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Remember what was the language of God to Joshua? Be strong and be courageous. <laughs> he says, now, verse 11, after you are strong, he's telling us what else to do. Put on all of God's armor so you can be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Did you hear that? So that you can be able to stand firm. How do you stand firm? You've got to put on the whole armor first. If you are not putting it on, this is the time to put it on. As a child of God, put on the old armor to stand firm against all strategy. Now, he didn't say strategy. He says strategies. 
And this is why the Bible says we are not ignorant of the devices. Devices. So he can come in any way. But once we put on the old armor, we ourselves, we are saying, bring it on. I'm ready because there is a name that prevails over the affairs of man. The Bible says death could not hold him captive. Grave could not hold him captive. Jesus said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. And this is the beauty. He gave the 70 also to go out. He, he put his whole armor upon them. And the Bible says they returned and they said, evil spirits were bowing down for us. In other words, evil spirit could not stop them. Meanwhile, evil spirit see and saw they began to bow for them. And if we say according to the word of God is the same yesterday, today and forever. Tell me why the evil spirit will not do the same for us. But one of our issues is we are not doing according to the word of God. He says put on the whole armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm. Now he didn't just say you are able to stand. He says you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Now we go further. He says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood, any, against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers. Did you hear that? Go back to the language of Jesus. He says, I saw Satan falling like lightning. Where? He fell into the earth. He is the prince of this world. He is the Lord of this world. And that's why Jesus said, he says, the prince of this world has come to me. He found nothing of his in me. So we go further. He says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. But, so this is why you need to see beyond that man or that woman. This is the more reason you open your eyes spiritually and see the root of all the hindrances. And all the strategies of the devil. He says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Did you hear that? Authorities of the unseen world. Authority of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world. So how did he describe this world? This dark world world and if you, this is how we see it we need to put the armor on 24 7 we go further in this dark world and against evil spirits we are in heavenly places so there are two realms that we are fighting in this dark world and in heavenly places now verse 13 are you with me verse 13 he says therefore Put on every piece of God armor. Did you see that again? Every piece so that all the pieces will be together and stand as one. You will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing. So there is a battle, people of God. He says, after the battle, you will still be standing. Stand your ground. Put on the belt of truth. We're going to get there now. You will see Jesus. He says, I am the way, the truth, the life. So he's saying, put on the belt of truth and the body armor of God, of righteousness. For 
shoes, put on peace that comes with the good news so that you will be able to be fully prepared. In addition to all of this, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fairy arrow of the devil. Put on salvation as your ailment. And take the sword of the Spirit, which means the Word of God. This is the complete armor. One day we're going to be looking at all this armor one by one. But right now, let's quickly run. Now, this is one of the beauty of it. This is one of the things I love the most in all this armor. I love everything, but I love this the most. It says, pray, verse 18. Pray in the Spirit at all time on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayer for all believers. We are everywhere. Shikina, Sefini, au revoir, hasta la vista, commenta petu. This is it. Pray in the spirit at all times. And how many occasions? On every occasion. If you know how to do hashtag, I beg you, do hashtag on every occasion. Pray in the spirit. Hashtag, pray in the spirit on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayer. For all believers, we are everywhere. This is the complete armor that we've been called to put on. Pray in the spirit. But you see, today we've been presented that, ah, oh Lord, all my mates are driving 10 cars. I'm only managing one and a half. You need to pray. You need to scream. You need to shout because your mate must not excel past you. Who says? Where is he written? This is not what prayers are for. Prayers are meant to put on the whole armor. When you put all the armor together, it says all the pieces, put it on. And after putting all the pieces, you guard it with what? Pray in the spirit at all times. If you go to the book of uh, Jude, you will see in the book of Jude, I think verse 20, it says, uh, uh, brethren, let's come. Let's build one another by praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the spirit at all time. So you don't need to know what you are doing, but you allow the spirit of God to take over to do what you ought to do the way God wants it done. Shikena. So when you wake up in the spirit as a child of God, you know that Satan will always hinder. Now you know Satan will come. He's not going to come with the horn. Get it out of your system. He's not going to come half man, half animal. Get it out of your system. He can come in the form of your own disciple. And then you will quickly recognize and you will say, get thee behind me, Satan. You will rebuke the devil. You will not rebuke the man. You will rebuke every foul spirit. You will not rebuke the man. You will rebuke every illegitimate power that speaks through that man or that woman. You will not rebuke the man. You will recognize the handwriting of the kingdom of darkness and you will begin to erase every handwriting that has not 
favor you. Paul said in the book of Thessalonians 2.18, he said, I will have made the journey. Oh, but Satan hindered us. And I show you in the book of Acts 22, God said you will have that journey far away, but God has spoken. We still see Satan standing. The same way God speaks in the life of David, the same way God spoke in the life of uh, uh, Moses and many more. And we see Satan standing to hinder. I come against every hindrances of the kingdom of darkness. I come against satanic hindrances in the name of Jesus. From this day, it is written, lift up your heads, O ye gate, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting door. Every foul gate that stand as hindrances, be open and be lifted in the name of Jesus. For you as a child of God to have easy passage in the name of Jesus, in every area and calling of God over your life for the kingdom to advance in the name of Jesus. The same way God supplied grace to the apostle. He says he supplied more grace and more boldness for them to preach and to teach in the name of Jesus. I pray for more grace. I pray for more boldness. I pray for more of him and less of you in the name of Jesus. Because at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. People of God, every form of satanic advancement over you today is annulled in the name of Jesus. Every devices and strategy of Satan over you, over me, is broken, is annulled in the name of Jesus. Because revelation, oh, once you stand on revelation, you become unstoppable. Revelation will also be bringing information day by day because revelation will be like a burden upon you and you begin to run according to the word of the Most High. When Paul catches the revelation of Christ Jesus, we see him running like never before. And along the way, he, he gathered many information and he was fulfilling the purpose of God on the face of the earth. But we still see Satan coming. Oh, we don't know the form which Satan came. We don't know, but like I tell you again, not that man with the horn. He didn't come like that, people of God. Satan does not appear like that. In the case of Jesus, we did not see Satan appearing like that man in the hand that we have drawn or we are drawing today. Not that ugly creature that we put and present. People of God, shine your eye. Shine your eye. We have 10 seconds, people of God. See, it says pray in the spirit. So waking up every day, your mission is to advance the kingdom of God. Your mission is to represent God on the face of the earth. Your mission is to show forth his glory. Your mission is to let the world know that the child of God is on the face of the earth. Forget I want to build 10 houses. Forget I want to buy 10 cars. This is what they've turned Christianity into. But don't go in that direction because it's not taking you anywhere. Prosperity in the word of God is not about the materialistic thing. People of God, please, please, please get out of it. I'm not saying God cannot give you 10 houses. I'm not saying God cannot give you 10 cars. But when your mission is about building 10 houses and 10 cars, when your mission is about to buy 10 jet and 15 airport, that is not in agenda with the kingdom of God. When God in the flesh, in the person of of Christ Jesus, show us how to pray. Show me where he exhorts every materialistic things on the face of the earth. Show me in that lost prayer that we call lost prayer today. People of God, we have 10 seconds. 
Where am I? Where am I? I think I'm in the book of um, Ephesians. So we've seen from 10 to 18 what we have been called to do. So how many times of the day do you wake up and all you do is speak that language God has given to you that does not make sense to you. And you begin to pray in the spirit like the book of Jude and the book of Ephesians has spoken to us. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit at all time on every occasion. Pray in the spirit how many times? At all times and on every occasion. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Before you stay alert, he asks you to pray in the spirit at all times. You see, he, he, has, he has given us assignment to do that. While you are praying in the spirit on every occasion, stay alert now and do what? Be persistent in your prayers for all believers because when one fall we all fall that's the meaning but remember the word of God says my enemies don't rejoice over me even if I fall I will rise again but that's not the license for us to fall okay quickly let's go to the book of Matthew let's see what Jesus said in the book of Matthew this is another form of hindrance in the life of Christ Jesus on the face of the earth. I'm showing you this so that you will have the knowledge. You will not be a novice in terms of how Satan can hinder. Satan hinder Paul. He said in the book of Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians 2.18, he said, I wanted to have come to visit you. I wanted to come in the flesh. I want to appear to you many times. He says, I will have taken the journey again and again. But the final conclusion was Satan hindered us. So there are a few of them that were with Paul that needed to do this journey for the advancement of the gospel. But Satan hindered. But it wasn't for long. So for you, it's not going to be for long in Jesus' name. It's not going to be like that forever in the name of Jesus. For me, it's the same. So I don't know which form Satan is hindering. Maybe, yes, right now you're supposed to have done A, B, C. And the kingdom of God will be advancing day by day. But that A, you got stuck on A. And the B and the C is now impossicant. I've got news for you. There is power mighty in the world. There is power mighty in the world. There is power mighty in the word of Jesus Christ. There is power mighty in the world. The book of Matthew, quickly, Matthew 23. Matthew 23. Let me start reading from verse 13. You will see the the, the the zeal of Jesus in terms of what I'm about to read to you. Are you in the book of Matthew? Are you in the book of Matthew? Matthew 13 from verse 13. Matthew 23 from verse 13. He says, What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you, Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's face. You won't go in yourself and you don't let 
others enter hither. See hindrance. Hey, can you see hindrance? The door of the kingdom of God was shut by this set of people. They are not going in. And they also hinder others from going. Did you see that? This is Jesus speaking. And don't forget what was the mission of Jesus on the face of the earth. We see Jesus preaching, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So Jesus is saying the kingdom of God's door is open. All you need to do now is to repent so that you can go in into the kingdom. But the Bible says this set of power that be, what sorrow await you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you for you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's face and you won't go in yourself and you don't let others enter either. Hindrance. Every foul hindrances eh, eh, that is shutting the sure door before you shall fail in the name of Jesus. We stand against that hindrances in the name of Jesus. We pull it down by the power of resurrection in the name of Jesus. I don't know what your hindrances is, but I know that there is a name that is higher than any other name. And I know that there are the mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. I know Satan, eh, the blood of Jesus is against you. I know that the power of death and that of grave has been annulled so that you and I can have life and have it abundantly. So we speak to every power walking in man that stand against the advancement of the kingdom of God through me in the name of Jesus. We condemn that power. We condemn that power, that rulers, that teacher teachers of heresy that are teaching heresy and people began to rush in their numbers to go in there. This is one of the strategies and the manipulation of the kingdom of darkness. They pretend to be men and women of God but they are wolves in sheep's clothing. These are hindrances and that is why many children of God are not going far as God has spoken. But today every veil is broken. Every power is annulled that is not of God. Every hindrance is pulled down because of the name that prevail over the affairs of man. In the name of Jesus, according to the scripture, it says, pray in the spirit always and every occasion. So we come in the, in the power of the Most High. We enter the spiritual realm because we've been called, we are in this dark world and also we fight in the heavenly places. But nevertheless, there is a name that prevail over the affairs of man. There there is a power that speaks over, over man and that is the power that is in the blood of Jesus. We condemn. We put these hindrances to flight in the name of Jesus. The Bible says they shall surely come in one way but mind you they are going to flee in seven ways because at the mention of the name of Jesus every knee shall bow every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Remember the word of God. My glory I will not share with any man God says it. God said it. God is saying it. Believe it, people of God. Regardless of what the situation is, you are marching forward from this day. I am marching forward from this day. Look, the truth cannot be caged. It's only a matter of 
time, the truth cannot be caged. Let me quickly encourage somebody. You have put in so much effort. Oh, standing on the truth. But I want you to know that the truth is the is what the Bible says shall set free. In other words, there is no boundary. The truth is going to set free. It's going to bring freedom. Freedom that passes human understanding. Freedom that passes human under ability and capability. So the truth of God in your mouth is going places. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And I declare that this is the time in the name of Jesus. Uh, God will announce you for good in the name of Jesus. He will set your feet on high in the name of Jesus. Never to fall. He will raise honorable men for you in that which has been committed that you've been doing and you are, you are, you are not relenting in in the name of Jesus. He will surround you with nobles in the name of Jesus. The gate, the, the good gate shall be open unto you in the name of Jesus. In area of finances, he will supply by the power that is in the blood of Jesus. We have 10 more seconds. People of God, what's the time? We have 10 seconds. Okay, I've seen the time. We have 10 seconds. Where did I say we should go? I've forgotten. Uh, let's go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew. Matthew. We see how Jesus spoke about this set of power that are hindering. They stand against this honorable men of God. When I say honorable men, I'm not talking about apostles and teachers and prophets of the law. They are standing against children of the Most High. When you read further, you will see what Christ kept saying. In the book of Matthew, you will see what Christ kept saying. You will see what Christ kept saying. He even said to, to, to the point that you even go as far as converting one's soul, but turn that soul into hell. Hindrance. Paul said, we will have made the journey, but Satan hinder us. Yes, we will have built that place for the advancement of the kingdom of God, but Satan hinder us. But today I've got news for you. When you look at the life of David, you know David did not build his own house. He was the king of Ty. Well, in my study, I saw it, I said, Love, this is good. I'm still in on the right direction. <laughs> I'm still on the right direction. It was the king of Ty that supplied the wood, the carpenter, the gold, and everything for David to build his house. And when David started living in that house, David said, Oh, I'm also gonna do this for the Lord until God said, No way. This is not what you are doing. So I stand in agreement with you. Every hindrance is an all in the name of Jesus. Every hindrance is an all. Are you frustrated right now? Because the men that are in your life stand as the hindrance. Don't see those men. See Satan fighting the truth of God in your mouth. And the truth can never be caged. Paul said it. He said, I'm bound but the word of God can never be bound. He said it to Timothy. I may be in prison. He says, but the word of God can never be in prison. We have 10 seconds. Let's quickly go to what God said in the book of John. And we will be done in the next 10 seconds. The book of John, chapter 8. Chapter 8. Uh, give me 10 seconds, please. As God spoken over you, it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. 
that which he says, he spoke in the life of Abraham. I will give you a land. Your descendant will occupy that land. It came to pass. But did Satan fight? Yes, he fought. But did he fail? Oh, glory, glory, glory. We saw him failing. So, where are we? The book of John. Quickly, we have 10 seconds. John chapter 8 from verse 42. Jesus began to speak the truth in the book of John here. And it got to a point that the Pharisees and the Sadducees were so angry. They said, look, we are Abraham's seed. We know our father. We are legitimate. We belong to Abraham. But hear what Jesus answered them from verse 42. Jesus told them, John chapter 8 from verse 42. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you will love me. Did you see that? So Jesus encountered hindrances from the same set of people he has come to announce his father to. So if God were your father, you will love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It is because you can't even hear me. For you are children of your father, the devil. So every hindrance is traced to who? This is Jesus speaking to men. But he called them children of who? Their father, the devil. But when you look at the lineage of this set of people, they are even proud to say we are from Abraham's lineage, the father of faith. But Jesus made it known that, look, if you are from Abraham, do you remember? He said, Abraham even longed to see my days and they wanted to stow him. Hindrance. <laughs> he got to a place. The Bible says he could not even do any signs and wonders. Hindrance. But he was able to overcome all of this. The hindrance did not prevail in the life of Jesus. So it's not prevailing over you. It's not prevailing over me in the name of Jesus. Yes, maybe some notable men left your life and you believe these notable men that has uh, carried their bags and they disappear are meant to do something financially and they've all gone. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah to God be the glory for great things he has done and greater things he will do. They are not meant to be part of what God wants to do with you. Are you standing on the truth like Jesus said, Look, I've come to present you the truth from the Father, but you hate me. You are not embracing the truth. See what Jesus said. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It is because you, are, you can't even hear me, for you are the children of your father, the devil. You love to do the evil things he does. What is the one evil things we see with the devil? To steal to kill and to destroy. How many ways is he doing it? He's doing it in different ways. We are not ignorant. So every ways, every strategy, every manipulation of the kingdom of darkness in form of hindrances in your assignment, failure we declare upon them in the name of Jesus. Remember, we've been called to put on the whole armor and stand firm. Even after the battle, he called us to remain standing. I want to pause here. Satan hinder us. This is the word of, you know what, let's go there. Let's go there. Uh, 1 Thessalonians. 
chapter 2. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18. And I read and I will stop. I'll leave you with the rest to go and do the spiritual warfare. Because we can't do that now. Our time is gone. So, 1 Thessalonians 2.18 We wanted very much to come to you. And I, Paul, tried again and again. But Satan prevented us. Did you hear that? Who prevented them? Satan prevented us. Satan prevented us. Satan prevented us. So if Satan can prevent our brother Paul, who can he not prevent? When you go to that same book, you will see where Paul was declaring how his fellow men hinder him from fulfilling his assignment. Not an outsider now. Not an outsider. I want you to know that it is time to open your eyes spiritually and put on the whole armor as it is written in the book of Ephesians. And let the battle begin. He asked us to stand against. Putting on the old armor. And asking us to stand against. You know what? Let's quickly go there. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. A final word. Be strong in the Lord. And in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. So how are you going to stand firm against all strategy of the devil? You've got to put on the whole armor. It's written there. If you have time, go and read. Because he listed those we are fighting. And remember, we've been called as soldiers. We are not just ordinary. We are soldiers of Christ. And now soldiers have now been called to put on the old armor. When a fire uh, brigade is out, going to put out a fire, they have to put on whatever uniform that is required of them. When the police officer is on duty and they are going to stand at the, at the junction to patrol the car, you see them putting on their uniform. When the soldiers are going to battle, you see them putting on their uniform and all their gadgets to communicate with one another and their weapons. You see all of this. As a child of God, you have been called. Put on every armor, the whole armor. So that you can stand firm against all strategies of the devil. This is what we've been called to do. Is Satan going to hinder you? Yes, he's going to hinder you. Maybe right now you are at the junction that Satan has hindered you. But we lift every embargo of hindrances in the name of Jesus. Because he has asked us to pray in the spirit. This is the final word in verse 18. You can read from verse 10 to 18. This is the final word. It says, pray in the spirit at all times. On every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayer. For all believers everywhere. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the life that is in your word. 
Thank you for the power of resurrection. Thank you because your words are yea and amen. Lord, we ask for your strength again to be able to run with this armor. See, in the Old Testament, we see Saul giving his armor to uh, David. But David said, I can't function in this armor. So it's not the armor of any man, but the armor of God. Lord, we thank you for your grace to put this armor on. And thank you for the victory that we enjoy day by day. We give you praise, glory, honor, and adoration. In Jesus' name, we agree. Amen and amen.